Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome. I do count it as a privilege that you have chose my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I appreciate you for sharing this to your social media platforms, as well as giving me five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you in this episode, and I hope that you decide to come back as I produce most of my episodes weekly or bi-weekly. Sometimes we get a treat and I do them twice in a week. I'm also wanting to let you know that I am a licensed mental health professional and I practice in the state of Maryland as well as Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage people. I'm also a published author, and I have two books that you can find on Amazon titled Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, as well as My Purpose Then and Now. You'll find that information in the show notes if you're interested. Now, Make sure you listen all the way to the very end because there's other ways to get in contact with me and connect in with me. All right, let's get ready for this episode. Today, there are so many people who are experiencing what I like to call communication dehydration. They literally silence themselves from speaking up or speaking their truth. They have a voice, but not many people are receptive to hearing it, especially when what's being said is not going to benefit that person. When I was growing up, many people made me feel very unsafe in expressing myself through words. And when I did express myself through words, the reaction I got made me retreat. And made it harder for me to express myself in the future. It was never made clear to me when I was younger that I should speak my mind. The message I received when I spoke my mind was, shut up, don't say anything or I will hurt you. And that was usually physical hurt. But as I got older, the message changed a little bit especially as an adult, when I became um, entangled in relationships with other adults, intimate relationships mostly. But the message changed to don't confront me, don't complain, or sometimes don't even ask me of anything, or I'll leave you, or they might stop speaking to me. And this thing where they would stop speaking to me or them going silent, That would infuriate me because to me, it was communication that kept our relationship close. When there is no communication, it absolutely damages the relationship. And if I felt like I was not getting what I needed in that relationship because someone went silent on me, I would become extremely resentful. This fear of 
them either abandoning me or this fear of harm from speaking my voice and this rejection led to me staying silent most of the time. So therefore, I didn't speak about a lot of stuff that bothered me, nor did I want to jeopardize or affect the relationship by complaining or confronting someone. Fear got the best of me. But I also, because of that, because I silenced myself and I didn't speak my truth, I began to nurse resentment, criticism, judgment, and anger. And because of this, all these things would sit inside of me and I would have this disdain for the person because of the way that they were treating me. And if you are anything like me, the worst thing that you can do besides putting your hands on me is not speaking to me, not responding to my messages, not um, communicating how you feel, not hearing or responding to something that I might be asking you, that gets under my skin. And I would imagine that that would get under many people's skin to be ignored because everyone has a need to be heard and the need to be understood. And sometimes when people choose to go silent on you, it's almost a way of trying to get you in line, you know, get you to behave, so to speak. Because if I go silent on you, then you'll think twice about confronting me, complaining or checking me on, on my behavior. When I would not speak my truth because of somebody, you know, going silent or the fear of someone going silent, I began to seriously isolate myself from others. I avoided people. I avoided socializing. I would ruminate on something that I was worried about in the future, or I would ruminate on something that happened in the past. And I would just literally reject relationships because of what was being done to me by someone else. I also had a habit of holding on to these toxic relationships because I wouldn't speak my truth. So the other person may not even realize this is going on, but I'm sure that they can get from my behavior or my um, limited you know, interactions or limited words that something may have been going on, but they probably just didn't care because in reality, I believe that if someone decides that they're going to treat someone that they are supposedly are loving or they, or you're assuming that they are loving you, if they're going to treat you like that, chances are they don't love you and they may not even like you. And I accept that reality that that might be the case why someone would be treating me that way. So I have a choice to make just as just like you would have a choice to make. Do you allow yourself to go through that type of treatment with someone or be in a relationship with someone or do you take care of yourself and separate yourself from relationships that don't benefit both parties involved. See, unfortunately, holding on only causes me to produce a web of bitterness within me. Dust can only settle on things that are not 
really being cared for. So if you're not caring for the person that you're in a relationship with, dust is going to settle on that person. (laughs) That's just my way of trying to explain it. Cobwebs can only form in areas that are not visited. You know, so if my relationship is not nurtured because of somebody silencing me or ghosting me or avoiding me, then yes, that's going to be an area that is going to be neglected. That relationship will absolutely be neglected. People want to interact with us because they have a motive. They have a motivation. And sometimes the motivation that other people have is not beneficial to everyone involved. I believe that most of the time when people interact with me is because of my empathetic nature and people love to be heard. So, you know, if they're going through something or they're dealing with something, you're the right person to go to because you'll listen and you'll empathize and you'll, you know, be on my side most of the time. But if that's not what they're needing from you or they're needing from me, then they'll probably go silent, especially if I make the decision to confront, complain, or question something that has to do with them. So think about how you want to continue the relationship with somebody. I'm not saying that you should break up with people or, you know, avoid people or separate yourself from everyone just because that may have happened a few times, once or twice or something. But if somebody is not willing to adjust their behavior and be a little bit more aware, understanding and accepting of one another, then it takes you looking into whether or not it is going to be beneficial for y'all to be in a relationship with one another. And I'm not just referring to intimate relationships. I'm referring to any type of relationships. People with different ideologies around relationships work hard to get others to conform to how they need the relationship to be. Since I don't agree with their way of being in a relationship, I have to make a decision about my involvement with them. And you would have to make a decision about your involvement with them. Because everyone, everyone desires to be heard, to be understood, and they always desire safety in a relationship. If a relationship is not safe for you to be a part of, then you need to do what's necessary to take care of you. All right? In the meantime, good mental health good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Thank you for deciding to listen all the way through to the end. Now, I hope that you will share this on your social media platform or feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. That just helps me get the word out. I would also appreciate any feedback you may have about this episode or the podcast itself. You can do that in writing through email at akayamimccoy at gmail.com. Or if you want more information or you want to work with me, you can go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. All of this information will be in the show notes. If you also wish to schedule a free 10-minute consultation with me, 
you can give me a call at 404-759-4853. Also, on Anchor, you are able to leave a recorded message about this episode, which could be played for our viewers or our listeners on the end of the episode. It just talks about the topic that you just heard and gives your feedback. All right. Until the next time, good mental health, good physical health, and always good spiritual health. Y'all take care.